Grace, mercy, and peace to you from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Who are you and what are you doing baptizing? Good question for us today as we baptize John in the name of Jesus in the late service. And why is this text here at Advent? Those questioning John wished to know. They needed to know. All need to know what John was heralding. We often look at the questioning of John by the Jews as suspect that their lack of faith had them attacking John, possibly for some of them true. However, some did have faith in the end. Think of Nicodemus and his late night trek to talk to Jesus without being seen. Let's face it, some folks are thick-headed, need a little more splaining than others. Me, I am often one of those. I tend to overthink things too much when it comes to some decisions. As these folks attempted to ascertain who John was and ask questions to understand his purpose, he made one thing perfectly clear. I am not the Christ. He wanted no confusion on that issue. He does not even seem to know, or at least does not identify at this point, who the Messiah, the Christ, may be. Even after dancing in Elizabeth's womb and probably seeing Jesus at family gatherings, just like you and I see our relatives, he didn't just go, no, there he is. But he knew he was coming, and in the good timing of the Holy Spirit, he would announce the who at the baptism of Jesus. So they ask, are you Elijah? No. The thought was, Elijah, who never died but was taken into heaven, would return before the Messiah would come. John was not Elijah, but he did fulfill the prophecy in his being sent by God to prepare the way for the Christ, the anointed one. Are you Moses? No. Not a return of Moses, but one like him. Moses came and announced the exodus from Egypt for God's people, and then he, and then he led them out. John comes and announces the new exodus of God's people from the captivity of sin, which will not be led by John, as Moses led them before, but by Christ himself. John is in the wilderness to prepare the way of the Lord, to make straight in the desert a highway for our God, as the text from Isaiah prophesied. Through John's preaching of repentance and baptism, God prepared the people's hearts to receive Jesus. He prepared them for the kingdom of God that was coming near. This is because where Jesus is in the hearts of men, there his kingdom is also. His is not a kingdom with earthly bounds. We think of rivers and moats and lines on maps, walls, or even pin drops on a GPS. As a matter of fact, his kingdom rips all that down and brings all believers into an everlasting and heavenly kingdom, even here on earth. The answer to the question of who are you asked of John was unattainable without faith in the message of repentance he preached. Entry into the kingdom of God that was near to them in Christ was only entered by faith in Jesus and what God would do through his Son for all mankind. God's kingdom, his reign, was within the hearts of men where his kingly rule was evident by the divine actions that occur where Jesus is. Those divine actions work repentance of sins, forgiveness, and eternal life. The divine action works faith, 
in Jesus. The baptism John gave was with water that marked the repentant. Those who would not repent and be baptized still thought, still sought the kingdom through some other means or possibly even another earthly kingdom entirely. They sought a kingdom they could enter on their own terms, based on their own self-righteousness, and not the righteousness of Christ given by faith to them. They wanted faith in themselves and their actions, at least to some extent. They wanted to keep the law given by Moses and all that had been added to it. Moses certainly was a prophet that spoke to God's people and proclaimed an exodus from slavery in Egypt. Also, he gave them the message from God of the law and sacrifices that would allow them, unclean and unholy as they were, to live with a holy and righteous God, to be in his presence. But the fulfillment of the law's demands was unattainable due to man being inherently sinful. The law crushed mankind versus saving it. At the same time, it still showed a God of mercy whose desire was to dwell with his creatures and make a way to do so. So John, who are you? John was and still is that voice spoken of in Isaiah that makes the path straight for the Lord. As John rebuked the people and preached repentance, he prepared them so they would see their need for a Savior versus a need for themselves to do better at keeping the law. To not repent and not be baptized by John was to simply say, I have no need for this kingdom of God that is coming near. I've got this whole get into the kingdom of God thing handled on my own way. John was telling them, no, you don't. Repent of your selfish, sinful, and prideful actions and simply have faith that all will be accomplished for you by the one who is coming near with his kingdom. John is still preaching today to us in this text as we sit here in the late days of Advent. Are things a little crazy at your house? You got a little less than 72 hours until Christmas morning. What has your mind occupied? Finding the perfect deal on that last minute gift? Having that perfect dinner on Christmas when everyone is over? Is it the weight and pressure of the season? Is it just too hard to bear? The expectations possibly too high? Or possibly you are worried or mad thinking something like this. I can't believe they invited them over when they know we will be there. They know we don't get along. Repent. Repent of idolatry, worry, greed, slander, hatefulness, and even lack of reverence toward God and his Christ in what should be his season. Listen to what John says. I baptize with water, but among you stands one you do not know, even he who comes after me, the strap of whose sandal I am not worthy to untie. John wants all to know Christ, Jesus, who is the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world, Jesus who has done more to worry, who, who has had more to worry about, try saving creation, more sorrow, sorrow over those who will not hear, confess him as their Savior and be saved, and he has endured more hatred than you will ever know or for that matter, dish out. And he has endured the sins of the whole world, including yours and mine, and taken them to the cross. The baptism we receive into Christ's kingdom is his work for us. 
It is an adoption that makes us heirs of all we celebrate at Christmas. We have all the joy of the angels in heaven in our salvation because the kingdom of God has come near to us and lives in us. We live forgiven and justified before God for the sake of Christ and his suffering and death, and we live eternally by the power of his resurrection. And all this is a gift he works in us as he comes near, like he did for little John this morning. Jesus gives faith and salvation, forgiveness of sins, and life. As John proclaimed, and as Jesus then promised, the kingdom of God is near. It's right here where he has promised it to be, in word and sacrament, and thereby in you and I as believers. Confess it, grab hold of it, cherish it, never let it go. In the name of Jesus, amen.